0: Hello, this is uh, uh, Pod for the course, and I am Tom Kaye, the Senior Director of Communications for Washington Golf. And uh, today we have with us Tom Stebbins of uh, uh, not technically Spokane, Washington, it's Newman Lake, Washington. And uh, Tom uh, is the owner and producer and manager of several events throughout the state, and specifically the Spokane Golf and Travel Show, as well as the Boise Golf and Travel Show and uh, other uh, events as well. But uh, Tom, thanks so much for taking some time today to be with us.
1: You bet. Thank you, Tom.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, let's talk about, before we get into the shows, uh, Tom, let's just talk about some of your background. Are you a native Northwesterner? or where were you from originally?
1: <laughs> Funny question. Well, actually, I grew up in Nebraska until I was 13. We moved to Montana and when I was in eighth grade and huh. finished up college at Montana State. And then Wanted to get into college athletics and went to grad school in Miami, Florida. uh, Volunteered at the University of Miami and then ultimately ended up with a job as the athletic marketing and promotions director at Washington State and then at Michigan State. So about 10 years in college athletics, back working for a nonprofit, and then we started doing our our own things in 1997. um, Mm -hmm. Just creating our own events and doing our working for clients and working in the ski industry, working in the golf industry, and a little bit of high school athletics. Uh huh. So
0: you, uh, I didn't know you went. Uh, you went far and wide. You all the way to Florida and Michigan. Yeah, we State. kind
1: of it, we we were a novelty in Florida, so yeah. especially from Montana. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: you you say we. So who was who was we? Well, my wife Karen and I we had gotten married about two years prior. So uh, she more than I because the athletic department was a little more diverse than her retail experience. Mm-hmm. So. They they thought she was a novelty. I mean, might have been on the Indian Reservation. or, The Cowboys and Indians was, was alive in Miami at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so when did you end up back in – or not end up back in Spokane? When did you come to Spokane?
1: Well, we <laughs> came to Spokane in uh, 90, geez, 95 and
0: uh-huh. then
1: started our own company in 97. So. Okay. And, and then, then the, name the Spokane company Golf is- Show about a year and a half later,
0: or a year later. Oh. 1998? Um, yep, yep. That was our first one. uh-huh, okay. Um, you started your own company, and that company is called what? Vision Marketing. Vision Marketing. Okay. And you do more than just the golf shows. What What are the things you do?
1: Well, my I didn't really I somehow I've survived, but we didn't have a game plan other than didn't want to work for anybody anymore, which you find out you are working for people all the time. It's just different that nobody's watching you. So mm-hmm. you're totally motivated on your own and out there and hungry. So yeah. being coming from a marketing background, we, I had done events. I was the marketing and promotions director at WSU as well as Michigan state. So I had the responsibility of game day and all of that. But, uh, so, you know, it's like anybody can do an event. Well, every, you can, but there's some subtleties to it. So. Um, well, as you know, it took me a while to figure out where you were. So those are key key things within industries that you have to find out where the rocks are that you need to get involved with, Mm -hmm. and that took us a while. And then um, we had some concepts that worked within the show because we we provide offers for people coming to the show to enhance them to come and add value to it, and then ultimately uh, we really – shows took off that we manage uh, really in about 2013 when we finally found a retail partner that helped us bring the manufacturers in, and, and the shows have been growing every year since.
0: Yeah. So, first year for the Spokane Golf and Travel Show, 1998, and right. the first year of the Boise Golf and Travel Show was what year? You know, I'm not totally sure, but I think it was either
1: 12 or 13. Uh,
0: uh-huh.
1: As you know, one of the, the previous promoter
0: canceled like two weeks beforehand, and Mm-hmm. And we jumped into the void. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the Spokane, uh, for those uh, listening, uh, the, these are consumer trade shows. And uh, and they are open to the public, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for the Spokane show, uh, 1998, and I know the Seattle show, if I remember right, it started in 1999. That was its first year. So there was something in the wind, I guess? Just a, a an interesting... Well, growth. yeah, growth. I think we bought... Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember, uh, because I know I went to Seattle, but the the shows that I distinctly remember going to were the Portland one and then the Vancouver, B.C. one as Mm -hmm. we were exploring the show. And the Mm -hmm. first year, I had a partner, and what I didn't realize was that she had produced the previous ones that had bombed. And so I was Mm -hmm. just naive and dumb uh, for -hmm. not having researched that, but um, kind of persevered through, you know, figuring out where things align who really is a prospect to come to Spokane and really who's looking for that Spokane market. And that just helped us zero in on what people were looking for. And it's branched into other golf related efforts that we do. But the Spok- the Boise show last year was almost as large as Spokane. Um, and certainly from a financial standpoint, because the building costs are way different, but uh mm-hmm. It, it took the lessons of what we learned in the first place, and mm-hmm. we just were able to
0: apply them and get it going much quicker. Yeah, I know the Boise market as well is is just in general it's growing. It's a growing area, correct? The it's a, it's it
1: really is, and I was just down there last week, and I'm just like every time I'm there, I'm just amazed at how many the cranes that you see and the mm-hmm. the traffic fill in. Uh, I mean, the roads. The other thing I was thinking of is like, wow, the roads here are amazing. It's like five, six lanes from Napa or they're working on a bunch of lanes into the core of the city. And, um, I mean, they have space and they're planning ahead. So it's just, it's, it's interesting to watch versus kind of more of a gridlocked Seattle. And mm-hmm. really we don't spend, I was thinking to myself, actually just distinctly going, wow, I can't believe we don't have three lanes out to all the way to Coeur lane, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and maybe four in some of the other things cause it's gotten, it's, there's been more traffic, um, uh, yeah, And and, and Boise is a growing market, as, as is Spokane.
0: Yeah. So, uh, among other things, uh, 2020, of course, will be known for the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, it really hit the area, or hit everywhere in, uh, I guess it was March or so. Um, so, do your two shows, they happened anyway, correct? Spokane yeah, and Boise? Yeah, they did. Show? They were
1: done. Um, the Boise show was the week after Super Bowl, which I think is... February I don't know is the second week in February and then Spokane mm-hmm. happened two weeks later uh, we traveled the week after to some shows and the Portland show was the following week and mm-hmm. Karen my wife went to that one and I went to the Salt Lake City show mm-hmm. and everything went to hell after that um, yeah so yeah. I, I feel we felt fortunate that we got it in and we thought we were going to kind of miss you know miss the whole thing but Covid still is around, and we're
0: heading into the winter, so it's it's yeah. it's a tough one. So uh, you are in the event uh, management production business, and uh, events are difficult because of the restrictions of the number of people allowed inside for large events, things like that. So, what are some of the things that you have been trying to do to keep this ball rolling for the specifically for the Spokane Golf and Travel Show?
1: Well, we were fortunate to, uh well, actually, we planned, our plan B in the middle of the summer, which we knew we needed something, uh, was to have a virtual show or a, some kind of platform that people could come into. So we we signed up for a software platform to do that and have been working towards that not very hard. Then September came around and it was like, okay, we got to get focused on it. it. The challenge is it's a brand new for everybody, including ourselves. So... Um, I think on the way we'd gone to Montana to see my mom, and on our way back, we stopped in Idaho at the Greyhound Park and went to an event there. And mm-hmm. it was pretty – it was like, wow, there's like nothing going on. But that that's Idaho, but then it gave us like, oh, we could pull off a show, not not as large, not as big, and – we kind of went to that as a plan B we did some facility visits. We made sure our retail partner was involved. Uh, we've met with our decorator so we know we can do it. Our space went from our, our show size will be considerably less, uh, but we can do a live show and that's what our plan is. And now we're going with just a new product as a virtual show because it's something we believe we can pull off and, and make Mm -hmm. happen. Um, so there's still something for everybody in the northwest and and ultimately we have two audiences we have to please we have to please the people coming to our show exhibitors i mean we have to deliver a crowd but we have to we help we do everything we can to help them create value and and ultimately sales and come out of the show uh with a positive experience so that they come back the following year and at the same time for our for our guests that come to us, we hope that they won't have a great experience and they get a kick off the season when the snow's still on the ground, ideally, not not able to play golf. And then they are able to look at some places on lining up where they can get their travel the coming year and uh make some commitments to get some savings and that helps again our exhibitors as well as our, our attendees feel good about it. And mm-hmm. we're kind of the last in the whole thing and the live show gives us that ability to do it, because otherwise we're looking at new things for everybody, a tougher tougher road.
0: Yeah, sure. So this uh, Greyhound
1: Park, where is that located? That is located in Post Falls, which is exit uh, one in Idaho. So you go all the way to Idaho, and the first exit you go to is is that one. So it's Mm -hmm. it's probably two-thirds of the way to Coeur d'Alene between Spokane, Mm
0: -hmm. about 20 miles from where we used to be. Yeah uh have you uh, w- during your sort of journey about figuring out what to do or how things work did did you talk to the other uh golf shows in the area the other organizers uh in the area to find uh, out what they were doing or what their thoughts were or what their struggles were
1: well honestly no because i'm kind of aware that uh the varsity group which i feel the world for I, I mean i knew they i knew seattle was more restrictive than spokane and in all ways, and then uh, I, my understanding is Portland shut down, so then I'm hearing things. But uh, the one I probably talked to most is the Utah Golf Show and, and collaborated mm-hmm. with them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, beyond that, it was really – everybody's got the same universal challenges. Every venue is different. Every state is different. Mm-hmm. And then we've got attendees that are going to have a different take on whether I come or don't come, and same with exhibitors. And uh, – We're we're, we've started communicating with people, and basically, it's not basically, everybody's going to, we're going to require masks and have plenty of hand sanitizers there for hand sanitizing and then masks for attendees as well as exhibitors, not trying to make a political statement, just trying to keep everybody safe and keep things moving and the momentum that's been built moving forward.
0: Yeah, 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 okay. (laughs) And the dates for the show are a little bit earlier than typically it looked like. I mean, I know that usually the Spokane show is held sometime in February, mid February, somewhere around there. And this show this coming year is going to be in late January. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, It's moved up a whole month.
1: We were scheduled for the 27th and 8th in Spokane, and then um, the only date, well, the only date available at that venue that was kind of in that range that we could take was January 30th and 31st. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. last weekend and last weekend in January.
0: Okay. All right. Um, have you uh, been reaching out to prospective exhibitors and if you have, what has been the reaction to them or from them about, uh, what to do or, or how to go about this, or are they looking forward to it? You know, what has been their response so far?
1: Well, response has been mixed. I'll be honest with you. Um, it's been it's been interesting. The, it, it's just a typical bell shaped curve, and it's. Um, I thought it would be easier in Spokane, frankly, because we do have non traditional. We have people that exhibit that aren't golf golf specific. So what I would did is go out to all my golf courses first, since we have limited space. I wanted to make sure anybody who wanted in got in. Um, out of that initial effort, um, we got a. We got some initial acceptance right away and, and booked those. And then another group that was that we talked to that was like can't come, company policy, internal policy, or staffs have been reduced. And in particular, um, destination marketing groups, CVBs from out of area. So um, that made a difference. And then now it's back to what I hoped wouldn't have to happen, but I got to start calling and bugging people. To get mm-hmm. commitments, which is pretty typical, yeah. so that's not a big deal. Sure. Uh, and people like it. I mean, people love the show, so it's not been a. It's not like I'm coming off a negative. We're just all dealing with COVID. Everybody. Yeah. So
0: Yeah.
1: It really makes it a challenge for you, depending on you know where you go from con- highly concerned to no concern, and we're just trying to hit that middle ground of uh, judicious and
0: careful, but still occurring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that the uh, the big PGA show in Orlando is held every January. They have canceled that and are doing a virtual show. And I don't know, I have not heard any feedback that they have received from exhibitors because that's a, a big deal. And as I, as you know, uh, in a in a trade show, spe- specifically kind of like a PGA show, which is kind of a closed industry show, it's all about people to people contact and yep. meeting people and, yep. and conversations and meetings and the, the whole thing. And it's hard to do that that particular kind of show virtually. I would think it's a little bit different with a consumer show like yours because you know it's you can you can be there on site and and uh, people can can sort of enjoy that a little bit more. It's not a it's not a business to kind of thing. It's more of an enjoyment kind of a thing.
1: Well, I, I would agree and but at the same time I would I would share that we have we've consciously been trying to get our exhibitors to actually um sell something so that there's a business to I mean it's a business to consumer but instead of handing out a coupon and hoping they come provide enough incentive for them to purchase right then and there Mm -hmm. and that's that's a little bit different for us because i mean we used to generate i don't know 50 grand in real business done with people money in their pocket uh five years ago to last year we estimated it was four or five hundred thousand for just the spokane show and generated revenue for people that came in um from our retailer as well as to our our um golf courses who had packages that that provided uh, their best deal of the year. And, and what we're telling them is, hey, you know when there are slow times coming up this year, uh, and you know you're going to make offers, so give us that offer, discount it to, for those that come to the golf show, and make it available for purchase then. And, and we also have an online program that is, as an incentive to purchase online and at a time versus walk-up. We, we offered another discount. Those offers aren't unlimited they're depending on each each particular golf course might look at it and go, "Oh, i want to do I don't care I'll take as much as I can sell others are going this this deal's too good, I don't only want to sell so many, and we can accommodate that and that's what our goal is within what we do um but it's 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 that kind of conversation and and it's funny you mentioned about the experience because the PGA, you know everybody you people come to to learn about new options and and I think find value or learn about where they might go this summer but I think also um it's just that experience of gathering before the season starts when there's tons of hope and everybody's yeah. optimistic and weather's not a factor and mm-hmm. how do you duplicate that and the virtual we we just we were going to go with a particular virtual platform uh, for our, our virtual show, and we just made the decision, honestly, that it was so complicated. It was complicated for us. There was no way we are going to be able to explain it through and, and get it done in the two-and-a-half months that remain before our show to launch mm-hmm. it at the same time. So we're probably going to our virtual show will be more um, more within system for everybody, um, a, a, a culmination of everybody's links and websites, but then offer great value for those that come into the show – and deliver revenue, you know, a, a, an early season push for our for exhibitors who who participate in that by by creating a product that that can get an incentive that that goes uh, ahead of time. I know, um, in talking to Brian at Gamble Sands, I think that um, I mean I I'm pretty certain he's going to do it, and he was talking about their normal golf and and doing an offer that's show only that's for 60 bucks, and as you and I know. Sixty bucks at Gamble Sands is a big deal,
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, um,
1: you mm-hmm. know it's that kind of stuff that we're trying to secure and, and make available on our website. And so it, it'll it'll be a little different in the sense of that, because uh, that's what goes on at the show. So anybody who comes to the show, that's great. But uh, our uh, our universe of golfers is way bigger than come to the shows, and uh, mm-hmm. so this will give an option to those that. That haven't come for distance, haven't wanted to check it out, or whatever, and they can come mm-hmm. in and and do it without physically being there as well. So, yeah, it, yeah. We'll, we'll see what the outcome is on the other end. But that's that's the plan.
0: Sure. Well, I've seen some of the numbers uh, statistics uh, from 2020, and uh, it sounds like a, 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 a sort of a paradox, but uh, golf experienced quite a boom in 2020. Uh, The the numbers of players was up significantly. The number of junior players is up. The number of new golfers is way up. Uh, The amount of money spent on golf product is way up. So golf itself is is strangely quite healthy uh, this year.
1: Well, it is, Mm -hmm. and it's – which is – I mean, thank you, COVID. Thank you – there's no other opportunities to the detriment of a lot of folks, but for us in the golf industry, it's a great, it's a great thing. And I I think the the real key is to not take it for granted and, and be a little Mm -hmm. more proactive on making sure people continue to come back. And those that have just experienced golf for the first time, um, get indoctrinated into the whole experience and, and feel comfortable at, at a golf course and, Feel part of the group or the tribe, and uh, we continue that momentum into the future, uh, which we believe gatherings and con- consumer shows to share that enthusiasm are a big part of it. We just got to overcome the the concern about being indoors. Um, sure. I, yeah. Honestly, I had no thought. I had never thought twice about golfing or eating on a patio, but I've been pretty conscious about masking up and doing things inside and and minimizing inside. And now mm-hmm. now we're into weather, so it's 30 degrees out here in Spokane yeah. right now.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, today is uh, November the 9th, and you've got about, what is that, two, two and a half months to go? We do. And, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I, I would just, from my end, I would sort of applaud you for, for continuing to try to find ways to, to make all this happen. I know the events are a huge thing of what you do and also just a, a huge part of what you do for the golf community in general. Um, uh, for those listening, uh, they want to find out a little bit more about the shows, uh, Spokane Golf and Travel Show. The website is SpokaneGolfShow.com. And for Boise Show, it's BoiseGolfShow.com. And uh, Tom correct. Stebbins, the uh, owner-producer of the two shows, among many other things. Uh just want to say thanks again for joining us today, uh, Tom. And, uh, again, if, what you're doing I think is pretty significant, trying to find ways to make this all, all continue to work for the golf community in general. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, Tom, and I encourage everybody
1: to get out and support their, their local courses and, of course, the local shows wherever they may yeah.
0: live. Yeah. Very good. Okay, Tom, thanks again. Talk to you soon. All right, thank you.